Good morning and welcome to Practice Laps, our daily discipleship podcast. I'm Chad Ballard. Today, I want to talk with you about having peace in your life. Um, and I want to look at what God's Word has to say about that. One of my favorite passages, I, I love the Paul's epistles, and uh, I, I love uh, Philippians chapter 4. It's one I've preached about, and there's so many contexts uh, in life where Philippians 4 is applicable. Uh, but I want to start in Philippians 4, verse 4. Let me just read the whole passage, and then we're going to look at it a little bit today. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I will say, Rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. You know, uh, it's one of my favorite passages because you know, when I was younger, you know, when I was, uh, say, in college, in high school and in college, man, peace was not something I cared anything about. Uh, I mean, it doesn't mean I wanted to be at war with anybody or, or wanted some conflict all the time. But, you know, I wasn't worried about things being peaceful. Man, I, I wasn't happy if I wasn't driving 100 miles an hour, you know, when I would go to bed at night. I didn't like, I didn't like the quiet. You know, a lot of times when I was younger, uh, to be honest with you, looking back, I think I really just wasn't comfortable in my own skin. And so I wanted something moving, something happening around me all the time. And I think in my life, it was a distraction for me from the truth that I needed a, a closer relationship. I needed to become a disciple uh, of Jesus. I, I knew who he was, but I, I wasn't following Jesus. And, um, you know, I, I, there was a time when peace did not matter. I even slept with a television on because I couldn't take the quiet of being alone at night. And, and so, you know, I think about this passage, and, and Paul is writing here, and he says, let your gentle spirit. And, I, you know, there, in life, in our, in our discipleship, we ought to be striving toward having this gentle spirit, everything just being okay, being able to let things roll, you know, and, and being able to deal with it because we know Christ is dealing with things on our behalf. Jim, notice something in this passage that's always stood out to me. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. In other words, outwardly, with our outward actions, turn things over to God. And look in verse 7, he says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So let me, let me summarize. What he's saying there is that when we do those outward things, you know, in our prayer life and we're, we're praying and we're giving it over and we're thanking God, uh, God's going to grant us his peace. Now, the peace of God is one attribute of God. It's not the whole of who God is. It is an attribute of God. So I want you to see that starting with verse 8, Paul shows us how to go even deeper and look at what it says. He says, finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any 
excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Now, what Paul says there is don't just outwardly speak it, you know, in prayer and seeking Christ in, in the outward sense. He says to internalize it. He says to dwell on these things, these things that are good and pure and honorable and excellent and worthy of praise. Internalize those things. That's what he means by dwell on those things. And he goes on, he says, the things you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice that. And he says, when you do that, when, when you begin to internalize these things, then you begin to practice it. It works from the inside out. Notice the last phrase of verse 9, and the God of peace. Now, I think it's interesting that in verse uh, 7, he pointed out that the attribute of God would be with us. But when we go deeper, and, and instead, of just, uh, instead of just having the external actions of prayer, when we begin to internalize what all of that is, all those good things, the honorable, the praiseworthy, and, and that works into us outwardly doing those things that Paul had set the example of, we, not we don't have just the attribute of God, which is peace, we have the presence of the God who brought the peace. You see that? That's what he says in verse 9. Instead of, you, he doesn't say you'll have the peace of God. He says you'll have the God of peace. And, and so I've always found that interesting because it's one of the reasons I always say that uh, culture trumps strategy. Because strategy is that outward stuff, okay? But when we internalize it, when it becomes who we are, that which is good and honorable and praiseworthy and excellent, uh, you know, when we internalize that and then allow that to work out from us, it's about a culture and it produces peace in our life. Uh, over in Colossians chapter 3, uh, verse 15, the scripture says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. Again, he talks about letting the, the peace of God have its rule inside of us. Uh, you know, we live in the South, and, and even though I live in North Louisiana, uh, hurricanes are a common occurrence, and they come through, and they, and they still pack a punch oftentimes when they come up our way. And, uh, you know, in a hurricane, there's an eye. You know, it's really bad all around it, but then there's that eye of peace in a hurricane. You know, I think that's, peace is one of the things God uses to uh, guide us in life. Uh, God, wants a, well, God wants to keep our hearts at perfect peace. Uh, that's hard to experience in this world. But, you know, I think I always use that picture of a hurricane. Because I think often when we're seeking the will of God, God is using peace or the lack thereof to show us whether or not we're in his will. And so you think of a hurricane moving, and with all the confusion and chaos around it, there in the center, there's a place of peace. And so as that place of peace is moving, uh, I, I believe the presence, I believe God is guiding us sometimes in life. So stay in the eye of that hurricane. Look for where God is bringing you peace and, and, and you know, you, Ask God, God, are you using this to guide me? Now, sometimes God's going to uh, call us to engage the chaos, to, to go out and to fight the battles we need to fight. Uh, but oftentimes God is guiding us toward peace. So I would just encourage you to stay in the eye of that hurricane, uh, to look for where God is bringing peace and to seek out that peace and, and to internalize it. Don't let, it don't let your relationship with him just be something external, 
but internalize it so that that so that that peace is working outward in, in your life. And that's today's practice lap. I hope it helps you to run the race well.